on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Mmm, ice cream citadel. Mmm. Spotor is filled with nice, shiny things, really. Halloween is looking to be endlessly exciting. Jobs! Get your new jobs here! And we have Mail Long to here to talk to us about AIE and Lotror. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 411 of the podcast celebrating you, the Elia Octa S gaming community. The Diamond Cod Podcast. Wow. This is McCullough. I can't talk tonight, nor can I read notes. And I'm going to play Mail Lung, who just said, I want to hear McCullough flip, flip over words. So there we go. Um, sorry I missed y'all last time. I was a little busy uh, getting overwhelmed in Times Square. Uh, but I am back for some some chaos and shenanigans. To my left, downstairs, with a dog or cat on his lap, is Ted Semi. Yes, and I apologize. I didn't set up your podcast mic, so if McCullough sounds a little bit differently, <laughs> I was about that. it's okay. <laughs> We're all good. We don't know wow. how to podcast. Wow. She's, she's, she's just role-playing TIE Fighter, that's all. Exactly. <laughs> um, I can change my background if you want, because I can do that. No, you're fine. Um, you're all right. And that voice you just heard is Mewcow. Greetings, guildies. Hope you're having a good October. It's the most October of Octobers. It is. All right. And we are joined by our very special guest, Mailung, who's here to talk to us about AIE and Lord of the Rings Online. Welcome, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining the uh, Chaos and Shenanigans. <laughs> um, even if you did curse things slightly, it's okay. You're welcome. All right. So... What folks have been up to? Uh, Mailing, I'm going to start with you, since you are the guest. Oh, let's see. Believe it or not, I've been playing a lot of Lord of the Rings Online. Really? Uh, which, one of the big reasons why I'll get into later on. But between that, uh been doing Flashpoints a lot in SWOTOR. Uh, I did start and finish Diablo 3 Season 29. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, that I was need the, to start season four. That was the last but of the quote-unquote unique seasons, right? Now they're starting to repeat the other ones in Diablo 3? No, this is uh, the most recent one. Okay, yeah. Uh, the one that's that's live right now. Got it. Uh, I have been rolling dice. <laughs> Always which good. Which has been a lot of fun. And I did, since last time I've been done, my character has done... Three successful death saves. Ooh. Had one failure this last time before I was healed to normal. <laughs> no. As the healer, that makes me very anxious for you. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was fun. One of the rare times when a Gloomstalker Ranger can get in trouble in the daylight. Oh, fudge. Yep. Yep. That'll do it. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what I've been to. Uh, again, some of the reasons why I'll get into later. Awesome. All right, my friend Mew, what have you been up to? All kinds of little things here and there. Let's see. A uh, little bit of uh, Halloween decorating. 
um, trying to catch up for what, with uh, what I was behind before. Um, let's see. Other than that, no, no kid birthday parties. I don't know. That was just such a chaotic weekend that we've kind of blanked out on everything. Um, yeah. and other than that, um, a little bit of gaming. There was some kind of a fan fest thing that happened this weekend. I might've been paying attention to that. Yeah. Um, and oddly enough, uh, playing a little bit of, of, uh, wow. Um, leveling some alts. Um, it's been a while since I've really dug in and done that, but, uh, I might've, uh, leveled, a a, a uh, one of my many mu cows up to a uh, max level and started dinking around with that. Um, because, uh, hmm? Max mu. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I, you know, finished the, uh, we finished the heroic raid, um, uh, two or three weeks ago. So we've just been doing achievements, um, which is always, you know, interesting, especially because you can bring in alts, you know, you don't need your max, you know, geared character anymore. So, you know, you're kind of doing, the, I mean, admittedly, they're normal fights, so they're not hard, but, you know, you're doing, you know, lesser geared tunes to make it a little bit more interesting and you know, maybe getting them a little gear, but, you know, it's always kind of uh, interesting when you pull in, like, you know, I'm, I'm a tank, I'm always a tank, but uh, instead of doing a, a prot warrior, I was doing a uh, prot pally, um, so... You know, different tool set, different way of doing things, and then I, I just brought my druid up. So if I tank with that one, you know, again, different tool set. You know, it's the same basic role, but you know, a different way of getting there. It's kind of interesting. So, uh, so yeah, I'm just kind of dinking around in there. Um, I did uh, uh, finish one of the cyberpunk endings. Yeah. I need to do one more. Um, I, I did with a lot. I, the one I finished was what people call the bad ending. Was was um, that the one that's very amazing, but also very sad? Uh, I mean, it's definitely the sad one, but like, uh, uh, you don't know which which ending it is. So I won't give details, but it's right. essentially one of the one of the endings where you get to retire your character. Yeah, and I won't tell you why, but for for reasons of that ending, you retire the character. So it's kind of like a Farewell. okay, they did what they were yeah, yeah. they were trying to do, but. <laughs> It's retired. The character's retired. Done. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, so I'm going to go back and do you know what the, everyone considers the good ending, and uh, see how that one goes through. So awesome. and yeah yeah it definitely the you know, the bad ending it felt bad like it definitely like you know you you it, it felt weird it felt like you were making some strange decisions like it definitely felt like it was a little out of character so I can see why some people consider that the bad ending. But. Yeah. Yeah, like that. That game has some surprising depth. That just, I mean, you know, 2.0. I'm, I'm already looking forward to. You know, there, there's rumors that they're going to have a, a, a sequel to the game. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm already looking forward to that because it's just, it's, you know, a, a Starfield I enjoy, but there's just something about the narrative story and you know, set up for Cyberpunk that's just different. Yeah. It just, it hits differently. It, hit, it hits more like a Final Fantasy 14, where it's, you know. There's uh you know there's there's no good or bad, I mean you know, fourteen definitely leans more on the good, but I I, I liked that they explored the, you know it's not always light versus dark you know nope. sometimes it's a little of both. Yep. So, so yeah, uh, it's it's. And they, even they when you win, you job. lose. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's 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 exactly what that that the ending was. Y- yay! I won, but at what cost? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. What did it cost? It cost everything. everything. Oh, yep. so it's, it's the Rogue yeah. One ending. Got it. <laughs> yeah, pretty Dude. much. Dude, okay, it is always too soon. 
All right. <laughs> I mean, Just look letting at letting you know it is always too soon. I mean, look at your background. <laughs> yeah. I am aware. It's still I saw freaking picture of Kathy and Jen at the end of Rogue One randomly online today. I started crying. All right. It's yep. too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and on. Uh, out of nowhere too we've been watching a lot of star trek discovery and mm. we're amazed at how well done that series is and i don't understand i mean i i know a key a couple of key points why people don't like that series mm. and, and they're wrong for for feeling that way <laughs> but like it's just it's just like it's so well done like it's th- the way they do the story and all the loops and like they actually did the you know one of the big i mean i, I don't know if how 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 I even need to talk about it, but you know, all I can say is you know you know goatees without goatees, like they actually did that story oh. well. Yeah, like yeah. that's you know it's they did that story well, unlike a lot of the other ones where they just kind of ham fist it. You know, it's like right. oh, look, it's this that. No, no, they actually did a really good job and had some actual like whoa, where did that come from? Twists. So right. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we're we're looking forward to that. And unfortunately, because we're we're mired in Star Trek, I haven't been able to watch Ahsoka. I haven't been able to watch. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. It's it's we're, our list is so getting just getting longer and longer, and so yeah. is my gaming list. The list but, is long and distinguished. Got it. Yes, very much so. But that's enough out of me. Hey, Dad, what have you been up to? Uh, watching Ahsoka. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely watched Ahsoka. Have not started Loki yet, so that's that's in we the queue. Um, also on the list. Yeah, no, I thought Ahsoka was really well done, and I'm so glad they have a second season. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where they where they go with that. But uh, switching things that made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, oh my god. Anyways. Yeah, I'm just I'm really sad that the actor that played Balin passed, yeah, passed on because his character is one of the most interesting non Sith ex Jedi force users that just there's a presence there and there's a, a something there uh, that you just, he's got that ability to persuade you to his side without using uh, trickery, without using, um, you know, mental gymnastics. It's just like, you know, it's it was really well done. So I, I can't wait to see um where they're gonna go with, with that whole storyline. I loved his apprentice Shin. Um yeah. just yeah, that whole thing. Um but flipping universes, I have been sucked into uh a lot of because I was looking at some Star Trek online stuff and I keep getting sucked back into Deep Space Nine and realize oh, that's that, never a bad thing. No, realize I need to go rewatch Deep Space Nine now at this time in my life to appreciate how good it was because yeah. there's a lot of stuff when you were watching it, at least when we were watching it, that that I think either went over our heads yeah, or we didn't ap- something. Yeah, yeah, that we didn't appreciate as much as now. Some of those things are timeless, and you look at Cisco. And the we'll stuff he was able to pull off, like yeah, twenty something to fifty something, and you know, a grown old adult with lots yeah. of responsibilities and trying to figure out how to juggle it all, and yeah, it's yeah, a whole different thing. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was I think I was just starting college when that series came out. So it's like that it brings a whole back a whole range of memories and oddly yeah. enough, they used that in my my uh neuro training. Uh, that's yeah. the, the show they had me watch. So mm. it's like, oh, it's like, oh, I forgot how good this series was. Yeah. So Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's uh, it's on the list. <laughs> um and I did, then flipping universes again, Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, still have not done the Alliance raid, but I did get my Island Sanctuary to twenty, um, so it's all upgraded, all complete, and I'm starting to. Um, last week was the first week I was able to get the favors that you start at level nineteen, um, and so now I'm opening the loot boxes as they get them because it's a choice of the one mount is down to about ten mil, ten million gil. The rarer mount uh, is still sitting at like 65 million gil. Um, but they both come out of the the boxes. So you can either spend 29 weeks saving up all your um, favors to uh, to basically trade your favors in for certificates. And it would take 29 weeks of that to buy all the favors to get one mount. But then you still need to get the other mount from the box and since there's a chance to get both, you may as well, if you're not going to spend the gill on it, just, uh, you know, just open the boxes. So, yeah, so I'm just, I, I'm doing that. I've uh, started decorating a little bit more on the island. Um, I'm really excited, and we'll talk some of this in the in the news. Uh, the Viper. <laughs> some people are like, oh, it's the better version of Ninja. And I'm like, well, we'll oh. see. We'll we'll see how it plays, but it looks really interesting. Just the the basically, you know, somebody's like, "Oh, it's the Darth Maul of uh, of <laughs> FF fourteen classes because he goes from two single blades and then puts them together for the for the finishing move." Um, yeah. So it will be that looks fun, and then a lot of time in Baldur's Gate three because there's a lot to do in act three if you're trying to trying to do everything. So um, I keep uh, no spoilers, but I keep finding different places to find body parts for two different quests. And, <laughs> and a third, a, a third thing for collecting uh, counting house keys. That's like, can we find them all? So uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. And just the, I haven't even gotten in the. I'm still on the top level map. I haven't even gone down into the sewers yet, which is a whole nother level of shenanigans. Um, but I am really impressed with that. Also, as much as everyone loves Carlac, I got the achievement for taking her on a date in Act Three, and only two point nine percent of the Steam users have taken her on a date. I'm like, what are you people doing, Shadowheart? <laughs> Right, so, it was a right to discover her. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're having fun. We haven't we haven't got our family group back together and, and done that. Um, and then in Dice, uh, Call of Cthulhu, uh, we're dealing with with vampire ghosts. We don't know. Uh, we don't know what we're dealing with yet, but it, yeah. it's definitely spooky. Yeah, it's it's dealing with a haunted. Th- it's very. I almost said Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I almost said Phantom, Phantom of the Menace. Phantom of yeah, but it's very Phantom of the Opera. Uh, yeah, we found the the 
place where they buried the uh, the bad thing under the theater with the lock and key and resisted the urge to release it to deal with it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how long that lasts when we go back and release it. We don't know. Um, but, yeah, so we're having a lot of fun in there. And then um, in our shared Star Wars game that McCullough and I are in, uh, load lifters really hurt when they punch you. We're like level one, dude. We, we're, we're barely, I, I, like, we're ten sessions into the system. I, I don't care. Binary load lifters, when they hit you, hit you for like 75% of your hit points, if not more. So, yeah, we had two rogue binary load lifters that we had to uh, disable, not kill, we, we because they actually belong to the company we're working for. So, we didn't want to like cost the company money, so we ended up disabling them. But yeah, that was a fun fight. And we just found um, the robot that was running the operation, the mine that we were going into, that had been hastily restrained with a uh, restraining bolt. And our um, uh, TD, one of our other players who's playing a... Uh, a Jawa uh, managed to just smack that restraining bolt off with like not even a thought. I think didn't he get a triumph on that? Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Like it was it was more beautiful than Luke and the flat you know the flathead screwdriver popping the restraining bolt off R two D two. So, yep. But that's where we've been, McCullough. What have you been up to? And by the way, when it comes to resisting the urge to open the scary gut. Door. I also resist the urge to bring my uh my have my medium bring her a Ouija board out right there in that scary <laughs> room and commune with anything. So that is a great restraint for me because I am the character player most likely to touch stuff. Get yep. that in a minute. Um, that's who I am. Um, so I really enjoyed New York Fashion Week, and by what I mean is me in New York for a week. Um, <laughs> had a blast. Um, yeah, I read those notes. Um, <laughs> we did five plays in three days. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, which was pretty amazing. We did, and we could have done six, but we didn't get our, our tickets in time before Monday night. But we did From Like It Hot, Hades Town, Six, uh, Beautiful Noids, and Chicago. Hmm. Um, and for Hades Town, which is my very favorite play right now, um, we were in the front row. And it's a play that I have listened to hundreds of times. I have seen on stage, uh, front row in New York. It's pretty life-changing. Um, especially when the fir- that first note plays and you just start bawling because you know what's coming up. Um, and I started crying and Hermes looked at me from, you know, right here, like, <laughs> get yourself together. So um, that was really fun. Um, we're at a hotel not even a mile from, from Central Park, so my morning walks were in Central Park. Uh, we had a little snafu every day. That's always fun. Um, saw bunches of friends that live in the area. Um, had really great food. We had very few sit-down meals. We did a lot of street food, a lot of casual dining. Um, I don't know what people in New York drink Starbucks because there's lots of really great little coffee houses everywhere. Um Made it out to Brooklyn, uh, went to Greenwood Cemetery in Brooklyn on Friday the 13th, and happened to get a picture of a ghost behind me. So that's always fun. <laughs> um, and yeah, I had a really great time. Um, can't wait to go back. We've left a lot of stuff undone. Uh, so that's what I'm doing in real life. And then, of course, a lot of working. 
um, in dice that, um, you know, me, I'm in way too many games. Uh, but our Star Wars game, we, um, we are currently on Muriel, where my character's in-laws live. Uh, we're trying to get funds because we're going after um, a, a sect of dark side force users um, that we've kept coming up against. But it happens to also be my character's brother, my character, my character's wife's brother. So we went back to her family to say, hey, we need some funds to take care of this. Yeah, you're by the way, the son that you thought was dead. He's not dead. We're trying to redeem him. Uh, but while we're on Muriel, there happens to be a group of Chiss there, uh, part of the Chiss Ascendancy, who have an agreement with the Muriel um, government, and they're using their resources there. They have a contract um, for mineral, you know, for alloys. Um, they're using to make ships, make ship armor, and they're currently making it for um, the Seventh uh, Fleet, aka. Thrawn's part of the remnants. Nice. So, yeah, so we happened to, you know, got into the Chiss compound, where and this whole thing is very relative, um, where one of our characters, his sister happens to be a high member of this ascendancy. Uh, she does not care for the remnants. So she's like, here, you know, hey, we took us to a nice, quiet place, and here's what, we, you know, here's what we're doing. Here's who we're working for. Once we get paid and delivered, we actually don't... I don't care what happens with these ships. You can do whatever you want. So we uh, took a video, or you took all of it, um, sent that to um, our contact with the Republic, because we are kind of like the the part of the Republic that does the stuff that really is under the record, <laughs> under the radar. We're not official. Um, it's okay. We're, we're going to put ops. a strike force. <laughs> yeah, we're special ops. Basically, like, it's like, and they want money. They want contracts. I bet you that, you know, if you can make them a, a you know, contract, they'll build these beautiful ships for you, too. So our, our, our contact's like, okay, you know, get a tracking beacon on one of these things. We'll take it from here. Um, and then we then got information where this uh, secret order is currently... So that's our, once we get that track, tracking beacon on there, we're going to let the Republic do what the Republic's going to do, and we're going to go risk our lives. So we're in the, kind of the opposite of Cam and I's game, where we're a little bit, like, we're on the 10th session. Um, we're on 111th session. So <laughs> we have so many X, XP. We've, like, saved the galaxy three or four times. We're trying to do it again. So we're in the end game portion of this adventure. So yeah, not, not much hurts us, and when it hurts us, it's bad. Yep. So I've been doing with, you know, with a real life and dice and all of that. So let me figure out where we are. So we're going to go ahead and uh, dig into Lotro in just a few minutes. Let's kind of quickly go over this week's news. AIE News. All right. Go through a quick recap of mandatory fun nights since we haven't done that in a while. Sunday, today, y'all get a day off. Well, Except to listen to us, so you know. Yeah, here. Monday, Guild yes. Wars 2, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Also on Monday, Star Trek Online, 10 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday, SOTOR, Mandatory Fun Night, 9 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday, HFO, Mythic Plus Mayhem, and WoW. And Thursday, Board Game Night, the first and third Thursdays of the uh, month at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. 
ESO at 9 p.m. Eastern on Fridays, along with the Final Fantasy XIV Magical Miscellaneous Tour. And then Saturday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Lord of the Rings Online, Final Fantasy XIV Map Night, WoW Classic Hardcore at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and New Braid at 11 p.m. Eastern in Retail WoW. Awesome. And another recap of the streaming and good podcast news segments and podcasts in general that are out there. Uh, we have a lot of them. Want to know where to find them? But, well, here's a list. We, yep. of course, have the Swotor Escape podcast. Um, Max and Seema. Uh, oh, they changed their names. That's right. Yep. That's right. They're new overlords now. Yep. They are. Sorry about that, Max and Seema. We'll update so the template. <laughs> ah, they're, now, they're the Nope podcast. Exactly. And just take that one out. So there you go. All right. Yep. Good. So that's over. Just, just go over to newoverlords.com. You'll find all of their fun stuff there. Um, <clears throat> then we have the uh, Working Class Nerds with Marcus and Nick. Um, it is not, not safe for life, work, or family, or anyone else for that matter. <laughs> but you should still listen. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should still listen. Just make um, sure you have your buds in. Yes. Uh, do not broadcast it to the neighborhood. It, nope. it is at workingclassnerdscom.wordpress.com. Then we have Boards and Swords with Chris and Philip. Boardsandswords.com is where you can find their their podcast. We also have Dr. Gameology with Dr. Daniel Kaufman. He's at drgameology.com. We have the STO Fleet Action Report. That is with Grebog and Nicodus. And that is at YouTube at Fleet Action Report. And of course we have the pod, or a podcast reborn, rather. A Final Fantasy XIV community podcast with Brandon, a.k.a. Old Man Franks, Megan, and Roe. It is also one of those not safe for broadcasting to the neighborhood. Uh, you will find them at bonusroll.gg and look for a podcast reborn in their directory. All right. And in Nomad news, a couple people pop back into New World to check out the expansion. And it's looking pretty good. They don't expect that much attention, but there's but the company still exists if anyone needs it. Uh, Diablo 4 Season 2 has started. It's also looking pretty dang tasty. Uh, some quality of life updates, like fast leveling, coupled with season stories, and vampire abilities also to be pretty well received. Uh, there's probably a crew in Diablo channel that would group for fun times. If anyone's interested, pop in there. Um, ARK is going to release their remaster of the base game the next in the next week. Um, there might be groups making... Um, forming to correct arc expeditions and post announcements if that is going to happen. Yep. And in retail, wow, New Braid is still working on getting a full clear of uh, Avarice for Kinney since she seems like whenever she's there, New Braid doesn't quite make it past all the bosses. Speaking of raids, patch 10.2 is launching November 7th. Blizzard has announced the raid schedule. And good news, everyone! All difficulties, including LFR, launch together. And LFR wings lock every unlock every week instead of every two weeks. Gather your allies and join the Dream Wardens as they stand against the machinations of Farak and his allies, the Druids of the Flame. For fame, for glory, for the World Tree, and for rewards, of course. You'll face nine new, new bosses and engage in a dragon-riding encounter. Oh no. Leading to the ultimate showdown at the top of Amir Drasil, the Dream's Hope. Uh so week the the schedule uh is basically November fourteenth, everything opens, so patch launches the seventh, week later, 
everything opens wing one of LFR. And then each week after that, the 21st, 28th, and then, uh, oh, they are skipping for some reason. That's weird. So the 14th, the 21st, and the 28th, you get wings one, two, and three. But then you have to wait until December 12th to get to raid finder wing four. Hmm. Weird. Maybe to give everybody an extra week to get more gear for the last little bit. Probably, yeah. All right. Mew, what's going on in WoW Classic? Good news, everybody! <laughs> ICC is open, and the uh, Classic crew has been in twice so far. They have downed the first four bosses with relative ease. Uh, tonight, they also uh, made a little trip over to Anixia's uh, lair, then went back up to Northrend for TOC-10, and then over a little bit to Maligos, because he's hanging out on the island over on the, the west coast, um, to do the weekly quest. Uh, Vault of the Eight. Vault of, which vault is that one? Vault Arc- of Archivon. Archivon, okay. There's so many vaults of something right now. <laughs> um, and uh, they did the uh, first four bosses in ICC. Um, then also, in other news, of course, Hallow's End event is active, which means the uh, horseman is doing his rounds. Um, they had well, so he has actually been revamped. Uh, I don't know if oh. it's mentioned. Um, he is not the spank him, run, run around with his alt, spank him, run around with his alt, spank him, run, and run around nope. with his dead. He actually has new mechanics. So it's not just a, a tank and spank like it used to be. Like, it is actual, like, you have to pay attention. He, um, right. He's got something for the, the melee to dance around, and then he'll th- throw his minions on the ranged. Um, uh, he'll also drop some uh, heat, some uh, pockets of uh, essentially, well, I guess, lava fire. But uh, but yeah, like I was I was uh, thrown thrown off. I was like, whoa, what's going on here? This is not the usual stuff. And yeah, it's actually a challenge. And if it's still not enough of a challenge for you, you can go talk to the scarecrows, and they can give you extra mechanics to make it even more interesting. Yeah, <laughs> all right. And if you do that, you get an achievement too. So okay, yeah, it's okay. not just it's not just for the challenge. But if you like right, the challenge, right. there a uh, challenge and achievement. Yes. Uh, but and supposedly, they claim every year, but they claim they've upped the, the drop rate for the horse. Well, according so, to SEMA, that's true, because they've got four of four of the teams gotten them out so far. Oh, in wow. Classic. So. Well, I haven't seen it, so it doesn't exist. Um, that does not matter, then. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a, it's a new fight. I mean, it's you know, it's not. It's nice. It's you know, it's how long has it been since that fight was first created? It's been that long wow. since they've updated it. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend you know diving in there and, and messing with it. Uh, you know, jump on your alts. Of course, you get the usual, you know, ring drops, uh, which is currently four oh two. So it'll get you ready for the next expansion. Um, it's great for any um, freshly made tunes, like uh, a druid that might have hit 70 like two days ago, um, <laughs> to get uh, a, a new ring. Um, but uh, but yeah, oh yeah, this looks like there have been yeah successful mount drops for some people. Um, but not you. No, no, it's it doesn't exist, you know. No. Although I'm I'm done with the the 30 alts uh, a day run yeah. that I used to do because yeah, which is sad because I, I bet you if I do that. If I, if I were to do it now, it probably would actually work. But yeah. Not way back right, in the day right. when it was well, know, zero, 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 0001. <laughs> didn't they, isn't it always the first? The first, first one gets an, a bonus jump, drop. Right. Yeah. You can still grind it out if you want, so that you'll get back to the regular. But gotcha. the first one has a higher than possible drop. Gotcha. Okay. That way you don't have to 
feel like you have to run all 30 for arts through. That's good. But, uh, um, it is, uh, it looks like there is a bit of raiding going on again in WoW Classic. Um, let's see here. They're glad to have everyone back. Oh, uh, actually, yeah, so that's, that's probably why. So what I'm talking about is in WoW Retail, not WoW Classic, that they changed the Headless Horseman. I don't, I don't think they've changed him in Classic. So you'll still get the same old, which is actually probably a challenge at, yeah. at level 60. Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh. But yeah, for sorry for for retail. In case anyone was confused, I'm talking about the retail headless horseman has been updated. A lot of fun going to it. Um, but yeah, um, everyone of course is looking forward to BlizzCon to see what they announce regarding Cataclysm. Which I just I don't I know no. they shouldn't. Yeah, that, that would be weird. <laughs> considering. Yeah, that's the whole point of classic was like, remake, want... remake, like remake. Well, it's like the whole reason why yeah, exactly. classic happened was because they hated that the old world was changed. Yeah, exactly. And that, and never repaired. Like they just left it. Like there's still gaping wounds across the world. There's still a, a sword over there that everyone keeps forgetting about. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they, that's that's why classic exists because they like seeing the the world as it was. Right, right so. before the forgot. Yep. Yeah. All right. So in Sotor news. In Sotor game news, uh, there were some new updates on what 7.4 will bring, including a game-wide upgrade to lighting and a new a new color tech. The new color tech includes a spectrum of shininess from matte to pearlescent to metallic. The first application of this new tech is going to be with six new dyes. Now you can say when you get a shiny new piece of armor, you actually mean shiny. And it's freaking gorgeous it's it's yeah like the black and red they showed off there was a they did a black like matte black with red highlights and then they showed uh metallic black with pearlescent red highlights and then metallic red with black pearlescent highlights and it looks stunning and then the, the new lighting on top of that goes from having a big harsh like highlight on your character to the actual volumetric lighting of the area lighting your character up and it looks so much better so amazing that's great um this is a reminder that flashpoints uh drop plenty of nice decorations for you stronghold so they're definitely worth running especially when they're conquest or galactic season objectives um that an active week in the guild uh, with world bosses and murderous mayhem during MFN, PvP action on Wednesday night, and space pew 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 and heroics on Friday. Yep. And in ESO news, they've been working on trials again, having a lot of fun doing that, even though usually they have less than 12 people. Uh, they have uh, the Tales of Tribute tournament is ongoing, and we'll have more updates on that uh, as I think they're in week three of four, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll see how that's that's going. Um, and they have more trials upcoming, as well as diving into the new Endless Archive content when it releases. Uh, update forty, which brings said new endless archive content is scheduled to launch on October 30th for PC and Mac and the 14th for consoles bring some quality of life changes, like a new group finder for trials arenas and pretty much any other activity you might want to group up with friends to do, which is good because the previous or the current activity finder uh, is rough in final fantasy 14 news. Um, there might've been a, this fan fest thing you might've heard about over in London 
Um, we're not at all jealous about their setup over there. Uh, no, who actually mm-hmm. had the, the, the city states um, and and just look like they actually learned from the uh, the North America uh, tour. Um, but uh, but yeah, we did learn. However, they at least one of the new jobs, um, which is a dual sword wielding melee class called Viper. Uh, this is one that is uh, unique to Final Fantasy XIV. Is not borrow. It's not. At least not all of it is not coming from a class in a previous Final Fantasy. Yeah, um, this is a wholly owned new creation. Yep. And it's going to also finally share gear with Ninja. Everyone's been wondering when Ninja is going to get someone to share with him. It's the scout, scouting gear. Um, because they, they share the accessories with the uh, ranged uh, melee agility stuff. But they're the only ones that have the scouting gear. So, yeah, you're going to need to have your level 70 or 80 scouting gear ready for that new class. It actually kind of reminds me a little bit of um, the non-sneaky rogue from WoW, having right. two two swords. The combat, or you know, yeah, that kind of combat. It's a lot of, but but it also when they combine the swords, it reminded me of what uh, red mages do because when they, right. when they need when they need a focus, they they grab the thing out of here and plop it on their sword, and then they do a, a big cast, yep. and then let it free again. So it kind of reminded me of that mechanic. So. But uh, they also said that there is going to be a second limited class. Um, so just yeah, because like Blue, Blue Mage is kind of at the end of their rope, and uh, not rope, but the end of their what they can do. Yeah, unless they invent some new monsters with new, new abilities, you know, that's yeah, that's pretty much all they can do. But uh, but yeah, they're going to introduce a new limited class, and it'll, it'll have its you know just like it'll. I imagine it'll be just like Blue Mage, but it, you know, it, I, as you can see, it, if you got Blue Mage right now, you'd see all the content Blue Mage has. So they're going to do that again for a new class, um, and <clears throat> no, no hints at all about the other new class. Uh, other than said, the hint that you, gave us in Vegas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he said he said I already gave you hints in Vegas, so everyone's yeah. still thinking Green Mage or. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he was wearing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt, so. But they're thinking Beast so, yeah. Warden might be the new limited class, right? Possibly, yeah. Because it's the one thing that Final Fantasy XIV doesn't really have, is they don't have the ability to tame monster or beasts in the world. Right. right. Okay. Like so, another. yeah. And since Blue Mage um, gets its spells from essentially stealing them or learning them from the monsters it's fighting having a beast master to essentially do that same thing, but through taming makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the other thing they announced is the, what the new Alliance will be for 7.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are traveling to final fantasy 11. So, Yay. so everyone that, uh, suffer, I mean, enjoyed, uh, uh final fantasy 11. Um, we'll be able to see the, uh, the world of Anadil again. It'll be interesting to see how they do it. I know we've already had one visitor to us. Uh, Shantoto um, came to visit us a while back. So you know, I wonder if they'll use that as the, the conduit. But uh, it'll be interesting. And and they announced all this. Uh, they had the grandfather of Final Fantasy there, as, as, as they call him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually at the FanFest. And it was kind of neat to watch him there. The, yesterday, um, in, on day two, they actually had a, um, a segment where... Yoshida and him played two characters on the live servers and did stuff in trials. Um, they basically just did open party, and the you know the fastest typing wins to get into the party. Right. But um, it was kind of amazing. Um, yeah, he says he's only been playing for two years, but that he takes up like a third of his day. Um, <laughs> um, since, um, but 
he's he's a tank, so he, he tanks in the game. Uh, Yoshida, of course, is well known for his Lalafell Black Mage, mm-hmm. um, and we all got to watch with glee as the grandfather of Final Fantasy ran around trying to kill Yoshida <laughs> and and cackling while doing so. Um, so it's kind of amazing that the one person that could get away with trying to kill Yoshi P in his own game is the grandfather of <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, that was just delightful to watch, and you know, I saw so many comments of "Wow, he's a gamer like us." Like the, fi- the the grandfather of Final Fantasy is playing the game alongside us. Like he's just been a regular player in mm-hmm. the game. So you know, and he says that he loves like he's been taking his time because he loves seeing every you know new boss, every new character. Wow. Like he he wants to see like like of course he's already seen it like way back when when they had to prove it. Because he's the one that has to approve if they are allowed to do what they did to that character from Final Fantasy in their game. So he's kind of like the last say of, yeah, that looks fine. But he didn't get to like live that character. So this this was his chance to go into the game and say, oh, well, I see what they did there. Oh, here's the, you know, like here's this angle and here's this sound. And here's, you know, oh, I love what they did with the music here. Oh, this is the music from this game. Like he says that's been his journey and it's kind of, you know, amazing to watch. Um, so, so yeah, that's just, you know. That 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 was really interesting to hear and see and watch and all that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I think those are the big notes from Fine Fest. Um, you know, of course, they talked about the Xbox uh, stuff is still in testing. Um, so our, uh, you know, they they are looking for Xbox testers. So if you uh, are an Xbox player and wanted to join, they they want you in there. And of course, last but not least, they wanted to show off that there is fur textures. So here's a furry llama. That's also available in the show notes, but that yes. llama definitely has furry. T- you know, that's some, that's some fur. That's not just yeah. Yep. And not only is the llama oh, furry, the grass. Look at the that's, grass. This grass looks great. <laughs> this beautiful contrast too. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous detail. All right, and an STO news. Moda's opening the doors to a new choice pack on October twenty sixth for the PC. Purchase the Mud's awesome. Mixed choice pack for twenty nine thousand five hundred zen, and choose any three of the of the above options. But that's not all. This pack will be fifty percent off from uh, twelve twenty six eight at eight a.m. Ten twenty six. Time. That's right. Ten twenty six. Wow. From eight Pacific time to uh, November ninth, uh, twelve Pacific twelve p.m. Pacific time. Choose from the following options. Herald. Um, Valve Dreadnought Carrier T6, Freedom Class Exploration Frigate T6. Here you go. I'm gonna mess up some words. Tholian. Thololium. Ictomi. Tholian. Ictomi. Thank you. Uh, T6. Oh gosh. Why did I give myself this? Zenkethi Shuckton Escort. Thank you. T6. Two times pack T6. 100% off ship coupons. 50 times master keys. Nine times pack uh, experimental ship upgrade tokens and ten times ultimate tech upgrades. There's more information on arcade games. Uh, by the way, everything in Mud's Market isn't that isn't a bundle is on sale for seventy five percent off from October twenty sixth uh, to November second. Starts at eight p.m. Pacific on this twenty sixth and ends at twelve p.m. Pacific um, on the on the second. Grab more for your Zen. Yep. And finally, in Guild Wars 2 news, the Shadows of the Mad King event is here until November 7th. Dungeons and More Nights is the second Friday of the month starting at 9 Eastern. All are welcome, no level requirements. All right. And hey, Mailong, after all that, why don't you let us know what's going on in Lotro? Well, in Lotro, we do have an expansion coming 
out. The Corsairs of Umbar, right now it's on track for November 8th, was originally scheduled for November 1st, but the executive producer on Friday said it's not ready for November 1st. It is on track for November 8th. And if he's, if he's not happy with the way uh, the test server, Bullroar, is looking, he said, I will push it back to make sure that we're putting out a That's good product. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, was for the Lord Junkies uh, of Umbar. The Haven of Umbar was a city to the far south of Gondor and Middle Earth, where where the king's men and their descendants lived in a city of the same name. By the Third Age, it was known for its seafaring corsairs. So now it's the corsairs of Umbar who we're going to be fighting. There is a new class who has this really cool mechanic that's above my head. Uh, you have skills that uh, will either push it uh, forward, uh, forward or aft. If you go too far, then it does do more damage if you go too far forward. If you stay too far for- all the way forward, just like on a ship, you become unstable and you are uh, pretty much knocked out for a few seconds, which having played a lot, uh, it can get at the wrong, get you at the wrong time. Of and the course. new class is the Mariner, yeah. uh, which it's like the Corsairs, but because we're playing as pretty much good guys, it's a Mariner, but uh, very melee, very fun, very strong to play. It would, and because it's a new class as well, not a whole lot of guides are out there right now. So I've been playing a lot, trying to figure out the class, uh, trying to figure out what virtues and all that stuff I want. So that's one reason why I've been playing a lot. Uh, it does use medium armor. So if you've been playing a hunter and uh, some of the heavier in-game stuff, all the equipment is bound to account that I've been getting. So it's like, hey, I have this medium armor person that I'm coming up with. So as soon as I hit bubble cap, of 140 it's like hey here's a bunch of gear <laughs> so he's pretty much uh on his road to being set to do some heavy in-game stuff but going from range to melee is a little tricky in in-game <laughs> uh there are four new regions which uh here's some of the pictures of some of the regions uh we will have over 350 unique quests uh, we do have some new enemies, uh, including a lion and a saltwater crocodile, Ooh. who sounds vicious. Um, there are uh, raising the level cap to one hundred and fifty. A bunch of people have asked, "Hey, one hundred and fifty? <laughs> are we uh, going to two hundred? <laughs> uh, are you going to be doing a level squish at some time?" Because they did a stat squish, are you going to be doing a level squish? They said no. Because it isn't... Uh, their reason is because they have so many different types of players that play the game. Whether yeah. you're an in-game player or you just... The road to it or you just in there for the music and to play the music like Max likes to do. Or you're just in there for or for role play. You know, they have to cater to a wide variety. So it isn't, it's the journey to get there 
not once yeah. you're at in game. Right. Uh, there will be some new in game instances and raids. They're looking at Jan- December, January timeframe for all that stuff. They have talked about some upcoming improvements once uh, Umbar is out and set. Uh, they do want to update the UI, the deeds panel. People are complaining that that's too small. Uh, when you open up the map, it takes up your whole screen. So yeah. they want to see, hey, can we, is it possible to have your map open and still see where you're running? Right. Uh, they, with the wide variety of people that they have, they are looking to improve content for the lower level people. This way they're not getting bored. Uh, that, that way uh, they never become higher level people, so they're you know, ignoring all that content. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and if you're getting out leveled, uh, trying to get your reputation, all that stuff, this way, you know, it's, it is still fun for the lower level while at the same time trying to cater to the in-game players. Absolutely. Um, they're looking to have a new launcher, but they said that will come out at the same time that multi-factor authentication comes out. So Lotro will be going multi-factor That's good. option. Really good. Uh, so it's probably going to be middle of next year because there's a bunch of stuff that keeps getting added to the list. So some of these other stuff, it's like, okay, where can we put that in the list of stuff? Right. Uh, 4K uh, it, update is still planned. They are working on that, but there's a lot involved. They have to go panel by panel, section by section to make sure that they don't break it. Probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I know one of the things that that's, that is upcoming that will be really good for AIE is uh, the executive producer uh, Severling wants more mechanisms for players to group up uh, from disparate levels. Uh, so if you're a level 75, you can run with a level 105, 140, 150. And you can still get good, meaningful. Uh, you can still have good, meaningful content. You can get good rewards rather than uh, right now. You only get experience if it's five levels or less. Right. Or uh, f- uh, five levels under where you're at. So there's you have a 10-level window that you actually get experience. So it's like, is it really worth, you know, and if I'm going in there with my 140 helping out the level 75, you're not doing much damage. I'm doing all the damage. Right. So you're pretty much just feel like you're not doing a whole lot. But this way you can, both players can still have the same experience. Yeah. Uh, VIP updates are in the works to make it more incentivizing, which has been a complaint over the years. Uh, and one of the things that I had to throw in there, uh, skirmishes are getting looked at. And it can be as simple as updating the rewards to making it better for a varied group of people to join, uh, like with the level 75 joining with the 105, 140 people. Uh, this way, uh, and even they're even possibly looking at uh, how like in Swotor, you go into some regions in your level, uh, you're playing up like a level 26, even though you're level 70. Right. 
Uh, but there's a lot of good stuff coming up, especially with this new area. I was in Umbar earlier for Bull Roar, and it looks absolutely beautiful. And the Mariner is really fun. Uh, we do run uh, Saturday Night Lotro on Saturday nights. Everyone's welcome. If you need help leveling up, we can do that. If you want gear, we can help you with that. Uh, I've been helping Ducks quite a bit, which is fun for me to do because <laughs> I need stuff for other classes. <laughs> so, But it's a great time. You guys should come join us. And what's the um, entry fee or what, you know, is it, is it buy once and then is there a monthly subscription or how does, how does the whole uh, model work for Loader of the Rings online? Um, there is quite a bit that you can do free to play. Uh, there, you don't have to purchase anything like uh, with the Corsairs of Umbar, you can have, you can grind out the Lotro points, which is the in-game store points. Uh, you can grind out Lotro points mm-hmm. and four to six months after the expansion pack drops, you can buy it from the in-game store. Nice. Uh, so, you don't, uh, I know people who have not spent a dime on the game, but have all the content. That's uh, great. There is a VIP, which does give you some perks. Uh, like, you can, if every 14 days you get this one potion, you drink the potion and you don't have a repair bill for two, uh, for 14 days. So if you're doing a lot of in-game stuff and dying a lot, Absolutely, you don't have to yeah. repair your armor. <laughs> uh, but pretty much once you buy the content, like the expansion pack, you have it. Awesome, awesome. Oh, oh that's great. great. And it looks like there's a... Um... I was looking on the the Lord of the Rings site for the the um, Umbar expansion. Looks like there's a big collector's pack coming out. Yeah, uh, the ultimate bundle. Um, you get a ton out of the ultimate bundle. Uh, one of the things that they do have is uh, they have a parrot pet, uh, which they have two versions of the parrot pet. One of them that takes uh, that does take up an equipment slot. So if you're doing RP, you can, instead of the shoulders, you can have a parrot sitting on your shoulder. That's fabulous. But if you're, uh, if you're out there doing quests and you need the equipment in that slot, there is a uh, parrot pet that you can get that flies around and flies with you, lands, talks. Oh, cosmetic parrot? Yeah. Uh, it's a non-combat pet, but really fun. Uh, they do have a weapon aura that shimmers as if it's uh, reflecting the sea. Really, really neat. And that's the one that I have. Awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, I think that is about it for our show tonight. Uh, chat room, while you guys go and suggest titles, uh, Malik, thanks for joining us. And is there anything that you want to plug or make sure we know about? There absolutely is. Uh, on November 3rd, uh, which on Tuesday nights, I do stream on Locho Stream, twitch.tv slash Locho Stream. I stream there on Tuesday nights starting at 8 o'clock max time. Uh-huh. Uh, on November 3rd, I will be, uh, they're doing 
a 24-hour stream uh, for Extra Life, which I have the 7 p.m. Eastern Time seg- uh, hour nice. segment, which That's I will good. probably be running skirmishes or something. I'll be running something at between 7 and 8 p.m. on November 3rd. Excellent. All right. If you have a question or comment about the show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can find us on the AIE Discord and other non-Twitter social media. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us at our website, aie-guild.org. And for the look for the link on the main page to our Discord server. For past episodes, they're on our YouTube channel, uh, just look for the AIE podcast. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. And if we had any segments, they go right about here. So if you have any, send them in and we'll include them. All right. And in two weeks, we're talking to Lucy and possibly Gusty about a BlizzCon wrap up because BlizzCon is in two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. So until then, AIE. This is Malon. This is Magala. This is Tetsemi. This is Mucal. And this has been the AIE Podcast. part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.